everyone. Welcome back to Waste and Good Taste. I've been away for a bit, but here I am back again. Today we're actually going to be talking about something that hits close to home for me and something that started me on this whole environmental journey, and that is the wonderful world of fashion. And you might think that fashion is the last thing that comes to mind when you think of a sustainable lifestyle or creating waste. It's just always been there. You've always worn clothes. You always have to wear clothes, especially here in Canada when it's super cold. You need to layer up. When I was in my first year of studies, I had a professor who is super passionate about sustainable fashion. And even though that wasn't a subject we were being taught, she incorporated it into everything we were learning. And I had no idea. I wanted to get into the fashion industry because I loved wearing cool clothing. I loved putting together outfits. And I never realized how much more there is behind the scenes of what does it actually take to make a piece of clothing from the very beginning of the fiber or the material it's made out of into a fabric, into a textile, into finishing, into all of the millions of steps in between transportation, who's making it, who are the farmers, how are they being treated? I didn't really know there was another way to do things. Back in the day, a lot of clothing used to be made here in Canada. We had a lot of manufacturers. We had the infrastructure to support the production of clothing. And since everyone now produces overseas, that industry has shut down and we no longer have the infrastructure to do that to that scale anymore. I was really lucky to discover and have the opportunity to volunteer at a Made in Canada pop-up in Toronto, Made Inland. And it brings together a bunch of Canadian designers who are still designing and manufacturing in Canada. It was a space for all of these people that were still trying to make clothing here and make the Made in Canada proud label or make the Made in Canada label like bring pride to it because there are still people trying to do it and there is still a market for people who want that product. And it's a lot more sustainable cutting down on all the transportation costs from overseas manufacturing. We know that things are being manufactured here. We know who's making it. We know they're being paid fairly. And the end result is, is those clothing pieces are more expensive. They are of higher quality. They are made in fair labor practices, thus raising the cost. When you think of fast fashion, those t-shirts that retail at under $10, I now stop and think, how can that be $10? Thinking of everything that I know that goes into it and knowing that a lot of overseas garment manufacturers make less than a dollar an hour, maybe less than a dollar a day, being overworked, underpaid, underappreciated in hazardous working conditions. Yet by buying that piece of clothing, you're supporting that company that supports those practices and doesn't want to change. 
my strongest motto is your dollar is your vote. And a lot of those fast fashion pieces also don't last as long. You're paying $10 for a shirt you'll maybe wear once that might fall apart after one wash. And then you're going to end up having to buy another $10 t-shirt. And how many times are you going to go through that process where you could have bought a slightly more expensive t-shirt that was either made in Canada or made with fair practice standards that can last you forever. The other thing is that if you can't afford that more expensive t-shirt, the secondhand market has grown so much in the past few years. You can find literally anything, things that are brand new with tags on them in thrift stores, secondhand stores, Value Village, Goodwill, any of those brand labels saving money, saving the environmental impact of having to buy a new shirt. It's amazing. And there's a lot less of a stigma around secondhand clothing now. People used to think it was dirty or if it was for a specific type of person, but it's for everyone now. I buy secondhand clothing and I love them. I find the coolest things. I'm lucky that I live in Toronto where there is a big secondhand market. There's a lot of different places I can go to find stuff. But even then, like maybe with your friends, go through your closets every once in a while and think about what you do, what you don't need anymore. Maybe you trade clothing and you're getting more life out of things that way because you None, none of you have to go out and buy something new. You can just swap it up, have a little fun, make a event out of it, you know, and then whatever you guys don't want from each other, you go and you donate it and give it life somewhere new. Now, since I've already addressed the goo hoarder issue and hopefully you've all taken a second look at your beauty counters and all of the things you own that you might need to be using up before you go and buy something new. Let's talk about the closet equivalent of that. Now, I can bet you that if you go in your closet right now, there are things you haven't worn, things that you've worn maybe once or twice, things that don't fit you, things that you don't need, that you have maybe six gray sweaters, and you really only need one or two of them. And Some of the basics that go with building a sustainable wardrobe don't go with go out and buy the most organic, sustainable clothing and throw out everything you own. No, that's not what I'm here to tell you. No, what I'm going to say is you need to be wearing the things you already own. Seems like an insane concept, but let me tell you, if you aren't going to wear those clothing pieces then why did you buy them in the first place? You know, like you paid good money on them. There was a reason you wanted them. Maybe you need to be styling them with other pieces in your wardrobe rather than only wearing it with that one thing because that's the only thing you think it looks good with. Go on Pinterest, look at some outfit inspiration and see what you already have that can create those outfits without having to go out and buy something new. Now, of course, If you are in need of something, like if you do your closet audit and you think, wow, I really don't have a basic white t-shirt that can go with some of these pieces that I've bought but haven't really worn yet, then my first recommendation is going to be go see if you can find something secondhand. And then if you can't, 
maybe do some research about some brands that are more sustainable, organic cotton, cotton, natural fibers. And if those are even out of your price range and you think fast fashion and stores that have inexpensive clothing in general are the only things that I can afford right now, then go buy that piece, but promise yourself that you're going to wear it more than seven times. The average woman will buy something and wear it less than seven times before getting rid of it. We're spending over 60% more on clothing per year than we used to and wearing less than 30% of it. So next time you go and buy something, think about how many times am I going to wear this? How many things can I wear this with? How many outfits do I have in my closet that I can think of before I buy this piece? Basics are always such a good thing to have. They're staples of every wardrobe. But if you have a more eccentric style or you have whatever your style is, make sure it fits with that and don't buy aspirational pieces that, oh, I'll fit into this in whatever time frame. Shop for the body you have now and for the style you have now rather than buying things that are more aspirational that you're not going to get as much use out of. The other thing is that the clothes you have, you want to make them last longer. So make sure you're reading the care labels and know that you don't have to wash your clothes after you wear them once. Like if it's a sweater or if it's something that's going on top of another layer and you're not getting super dirty or gross or sweaty, then you definitely can go a longer time between washes. And air drying is always better for your clothing than putting them in the dryer And the other thing, too, is that if you do have clothing that's made out of synthetic fibers, being polyester, acrylic, nylon, whatever, not cotton or any of the natural fibers, that they are releasing microplastics into the water stream every time you wash them. These are tiny, tiny, tiny pieces of plastic that are coming off of your clothing and then ending up in our lakes, oceans, bodies of water. This is bad. There are bags you can get to wash your clothing in that will catch the microplastics when you're washing them, and then you can, obviously, your only option is to then dump them into the garbage, but at least they're not ending up in our water systems. Another thing to note that when you are shopping, whether it be secondhand or new sustainable or new in general, to try and look for natural fabrics. They are going to breathe better and last longer and they aren't going to be releasing bad things into the water systems, but it's just kind of little things to be aware of and the differences of what you're choosing and what you're looking at when it comes to buying new clothing. Another option you can think about too is renting clothing. I've talked about the company Boro before and how they are kind of a dress rental service occasion wear. How many times have you been like, oh my god, I have a wedding coming up and I have nothing to wear. I can't wear the same dress twice because that's so faux pas. I mean, spoiler alert, it's completely fine. But you can go on to a rental clothing website and get something for that event, spend a fraction of what you would normally, and then you can just return it and still get all of those memories and all those moments in a dress that no one's seen before that can be a more expensive dress that you just didn't spend the money on. 
No, I'm not perfect myself. Obviously, there's those moments where I want all the new trends. I want all the new everything. If you're a more trendy person, maybe shopping secondhand is what's best for the environment in your case. Or if you are going to buy into the trends, make sure they're trends that actually suit your style and you're not just trying to keep up with whatever and buying whatever to make that happen. We need to reevaluate the way we think about consuming clothing because you put it on your body, you wear it time and time again. And a lot of us go back to wearing the same things in our closets rather than reaching for those things you bought once for that one occasion, that one time that now just sits there and taunts you because you spent money on it. Maybe you could have not spent money on it or borrowed clothing from a friend or from a company or wore something you already owned. Maybe you can DIY something. DIY is huge now. You can find literally anything on YouTube on how to make your own whatever out of things you already own. I know we all get caught up in the Instagram culture, the YouTube culture of everyone doing massive hauls all the time and you need this newest thing and trends for the season. We used to have four runway shows a year and those would dictate the trends of the following season. Now with companies like Zara, they promote 52 seasons in a year because every week they have new stuff in. Like The thought of that is insane when you think about the history of fashion and how it's evolved over the times to now everything is mass produced and we don't place value on it. We don't place value on trends, on designers. And it's sad, kind of, you know, like people used to hand make their own clothing for their families and the 40s was all about make do and mend and deal with what you already have rather than going to buy something new. And now we're consuming things almost daily at an insane rate. Less than 1% of these fabrics can be actually recycled into new fabrics. And we're donating so much that we've shut down the manufacturing industries in other countries because they have so much secondhand goods coming in that even those people can't deal with them. I'm not saying don't donate. I'm saying think of all of your other alternatives, like giving it to friends and family that you already know or wearing it to make it last before you donate. Obviously, don't throw anything out. That's ridiculous. But think about the options of where you can get your clothing, such as secondhand stores, and try and start supporting sustainable stores. There are secondhand shops online. I think that's the coolest thing ever, that people have curated things online and it's way more accessible, especially if you don't live in a very secondhand accessible city or town that you can just go online and get it anyway and keep that item keep that item out of landfills. You're doing good for the environment and your wallet. I bet you any money by spending maybe a little bit more on a higher quality piece than going out and just blindly supporting fast fashion because it's the easiest thing to do. Maybe go on like a shopping diet and don't buy stuff for some period of time to evaluate what you already have in your wardrobe evaluate what things are missing and then how you can best fill the gap in your wardrobe without spending all your money all at one time 
I know for the longest time I was afraid to buy clothing because they wouldn't align with my values, but I didn't have enough money to go and support these made in Canada or more sustainable ethical brands. And like, I felt wrong if I had to fill a gap in my wardrobe. And the only way to do that was with a fast fashion company. It's weird. It's a weird paradigm to live in, but I now am a huge supporter of secondhand shopping. I found so many cool, unique pieces and I know that continuing on, that's my priority is if I can't buy it secondhand or sustainable, then do I really need it at this time? How much longer can I go before I save a little bit more money or until I can find a replacement for it at a secondhand shop? Because secondhand shopping isn't super easy. If you don't find it the first time, maybe you'll find it the second time, but because it varies on what people are donating and when they get their new stock that that's how you're going to find that product. Thank you everyone for listening today. And I hope you continue to tune in to waste and good taste. Whenever I release a new episode, make sure you subscribe so that it'll automatically download in your podcast stream. And as the sustainable journey is a long one, you don't have to do everything at once. Do what's available to you at this time. And I know that most people probably can continue to wear what's in their wardrobe. You know what your favorites are. Try and switch it up with some things you don't wear as often. Try and create some new outfits. Find some inspiration on Instagram or Pinterest or wherever you will find your inspiration. You can always follow me at Christina's underscore roses on Instagram. It's in the podcast image title if you're wondering how that's spelled. Take a look at your wardrobe, and I hope that this helped you in some way, in some educational form, and do something green today.